Welcome to the Real Talk 238 podcast with your host, Denise Lee, an Associate Licensed Counselor and Nationally Board Certified Counselor in the state of Alabama under the supervision of Cotina Stroud. The Real Talk 238 podcast has real conversations concerning taboo topics, which people may find themselves struggling with that may not be discussed, especially in relation to the church. The purpose of the Real Talk 238 podcast is to bring awareness, hope, and encouragement. Having these conversations will shed light on the truth and break the lie of being the only one, being stuck, isolated, and alone because there is someone else who has gone through something similar. Topics discussed on the Real Talk 238 podcast are not a substitute nor does it replace professional medical, psychiatric, psychological, or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is intended strictly for informational and educational purposes only. All right, let's get started. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining me for episode 8 of the Real Talk 238 podcast. My name is Denise Lee and I am your host. I hope everyone had a wonderful Easter this past Sunday. I know at my church it was a beautiful and powerful service. The Real Talk 238 has been active for one full month and I'm so excited about that. It can now be heard on most major podcast platforms. I want to give out a shout out and thank you to my listening audience. At the time of this recording, the Real Talk 238 podcast now has listeners in Michigan, Indiana, Tennessee, Washington, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Iowa, Connecticut, Delaware, Idaho, Missouri, and Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And also... The Real Talk 238 podcast is now being heard in places like Canada, Australia, Germany, and Ireland. That's exciting. Thank you to all who are listening and sharing. Please continue to share, like, and subscribe to the podcast. If there is an episode that you think or know it would help somebody, please share that episode with them. So, I hope you were able to listen to the last two interviews when I interviewed Jennifer Palmer in episode six about walking through infertility and episode seven with Jacqueline St. Clair discussing sexual abuse. If you have not had a chance to listen, please go listen to these two episodes. I do want to say that the episode with Jacqueline St. Clair should not be listened to around young children because of the topic and the content of that discussion. But I will say both episodes were very powerful. All right, so today I thought I would do a question and answer segment. So if you have questions you would like to be answered on the podcast, please email those to therealtalk238 at gmail.com. Also, when you send a question in, I will not give identifying information simply because some questions are personal. I can assure you that when these questions are asked, the one asking the question isn't the only one who's dealing with that particular situation. And for some people, it takes a lot of courage to ask a question concerning mental health or personal matters, especially in connection with the church. Just a reminder, Responses to these questions are not a diagnosis, 
but strictly for psychoeducational purposes only. If you feel that the discussion is hitting home, then it may be time for you to seek out help from a qualified licensed therapist or medical doctor. So here we go. The question that was asked, this is what was wrote. I struggle with anxiety, worry, depression, panic attacks, and the like. I've been torn about using medication. Is it biblical? Leadership in the past has told me that if I choose that route, that I didn't trust God to heal me. And pretty much it was a spirit and I needed to fight it. I would love to hear a podcast on this subject. Thanks so much. I've been so torn. Well, first of all, thank you for writing in about this particular thing and asking this question because I guarantee you aren't the only one who has dealt with this. You know, and this is a sensitive subject, especially when you're in a church situation where it's viewed as it's a spiritual attack. You know, and I also know that it took courage and I want to let you know, the person who wrote in, that I hate that you've been so torn because it sounds like you want to stay faithful to your leadership, but you also don't want to keep struggling with these issues. Here is what I suggest, is always pray, study the Bible concerning sensitive matters like this, and to submit yourself as much as possible to your spiritual authority, because God will honor your submission. It's also important, if if possible, notice I said if possible, because sometimes it isn't always possible, but if possible to talk to your leadership to help you pray to find the right method of treatment for you. If a person is not improving, then it may be time to look for various types of treatment to help improve mood and regulate emotions. And I'll explain more as I go. When it comes to medication in the church, for as long as I can remember, The church has not always been a fan of medication for several different reasons. And there are still people today in the church who view medication as wrong or lacking trust in God. When you look at matters dealing with anxiety, worry, depression, panic attacks, or etc., as this person is asking, There may be a variety of reasons why anxiety, worry, depression, and panic attacks are coming up. Sometimes when a person is dealing with those very issues, it isn't always due to a spiritual attack or a spirit for that matter. Is it possible a spiritual attack or a spiritual matter could be the issue? Yes, that is always a possibility. But sometimes things have to be ruled out so the issues can be appropriately addressed. Some things will actually feed off the other and make it worse. For example, if a person has a hormonal imbalance and is experiencing depression because of that imbalance, then the enemy can see that and look for opportunities to oppress a person even more, which will cause the person to feel even worse than they already were feeling. Me personally, I am not a fan of medication, nor do I prescribe medication. In fact, unless someone is already taking medication, then I view medication as a last resort when all else has failed. I have also recommended to some of my clients that they may need medication because they are not able to self-regulate their emotions and were on a downward spiral. Once they began taking medication and the medication was able to get in their system, 
then there was a huge improvement in their emotions and mood. But if a person is struggling to self-regulate their emotions, meaning they may have bouts of anger, have crying spells, experience depressive episodes without the ability, or they struggle to calm or self-soothe their emotional pain, it can actually hinder the healing process. Also, I cannot say medication is wrong because if that was the case, then there would be people in the church who would be wrong for taking diabetic medication, medication for seizures, medication for cholesterol, high blood pressure, or a number of other things. Even Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 5.23 to drink a little wine for his stomach and other issues. And then in other places in the Bible, it talks about pouring oil to heal our wounds or using the balm of Gilead to help heal and soothe. Obviously, medication has its proper place when used for its intended purpose. And for that reason, I honestly cannot say that medication for psychiatric issues like depression and anxiety is wrong either. My personal opinion is there are other options before going the route of psychiatric medication. But again, this is my personal opinion. Not all issues that appear to be a mental health issue or spiritual attack really is a mental health issue or spiritual issue because there are some diseases which can impact a person's thought process or even cause hallucinations or delusions. For example, take syphilis. It's a disease. If it is left untreated, then a person will actually experience hallucinations and even delusions. If a person has a tumor on their brain, and depending on where that tumor is located in the brain, that can also impact a person's thought process and mental health. Both syphilis and a brain tumor have the potential to be treated, but until they are treated, the person will only get worse in their mental state. See, it has nothing to do with a spiritual attack. This is a physical issue going on. So as far as my clients go, one of the first things I recommend to them is to have lab work completed because if a person has is low in their vitamin D or various B vitamins, if their adrenal glands aren't working properly, if their iron level is low, or even their testosterone level is low. And yes, even for women, while well, all these can appear as some form of mental health issue like depression. And if the labs come back okay and symptoms don't approve, then I would start looking for an herbalist, someone who knows about vitamins and herbs and what different ones will help for different ailments. And that's simply because if our body's hormone levels are out of balance, then it can also present in a depressed mood and even raise anxiety. An herbalist can suggest the correct regimen of vitamins and herbs to correct the situation. Another thing that people overlook is they're not drinking enough water. You know, if a person is dehydrated, then they can feel off emotionally. Also, poor gut health is another important factor that can impact emotions and mood. Taking probiotics can help with improving gut health. If mood and emotions do not improve, then a third option is to seek out a licensed therapist who is qualified to work with emotional issues. 
Some churches don't agree with seeing a therapist, but my thought is if this person is not getting better and they have prayed, they have fasted, and there is still no improvement, then it's time to find help. It does not mean the person is lacking in their faith. Sometimes there are deeper issues that God may be trying to uncover so that a person can heal. There are several instances in the Bible where it mentions seeking counsel. If you decide to seek a therapist or a counselor, then ask God to lead you to the right one that will help you heal. Not every counselor is going to be the right fit, but there's going to be that certain counselor out there that God knows who would be the best fit for you. One thing to understand about symptoms of anxiety and depression is that many times they go together like they're married. When a person's anxiety goes up, then the depression goes up as well, or vice versa. Or if one of them goes down, then the other one goes down as well. Just because a person is dealing with depression or anxiety does not mean it is always a spiritual attack or a person is lacking in faith. Sometimes things from the past that have not been dealt with, that have been buried like childhood trauma or neglect, can often come to the surface at a later time in life. For some people, they don't always recognize why the depression and the anxiety are there. They just know that they're there. As we wrap up today's episode on the Real Talk 238 podcast, please know that just because a person struggles does not mean they have failed God or that they are necessarily experiencing a spiritual attack. A person's hormones may be out of balance. They may have some past emotional wounds that have finally surfaced and need healing. If you are struggling, I would encourage you to begin looking at options to find healing, whether that is through an herbalist, a counselor, or even seeing a psychiatrist for medication. There is no shame in getting help, and through prayer, God can lead you to the right place to get the help you need. Well, until next time, have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Real Talk 238 podcast for this week's episode. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Real Talk 238 podcast, please subscribe so you will be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to leave a comment, or there is a topic you would like discussed on the Real Talk 238 podcast, you can drop an email at therealtalk238 at gmail.com. You can also find the Real Talk 238 podcast on Facebook, and Instagram listed as at the Real Talk 238. As a reminder, the Real Talk 238 podcast is not a substitute, nor does it replace therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or a qualified licensed mental health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or mental health disorder. Until next time, have a blessed day.